Hello, everyone, and welcome to Royal Mystic Collective Wisdom, Episode 2. This is part of the things I have uh, learned to be true for my journey. And I know so many of you out there who are on your own journey, mine doesn't have to be the same ending for you to have the ability to understand the process. So I'm talking about some of the things I've learned versus some of the things I thought were true prior to doing this. And I am sort of being the guinea pig to allow everyone to understand that no matter what you're doing in your life, this applies to all things. Creativity is of one source and it is from divine. And being able to tap into that can change your life and change all the things that you want in the most positive way. So let's talk a little bit about uh, two different energies here. So intuition is the energy of self, which is having to trust your inner voice and your inner guidance versus your ego, which is self as in the I singularly. Okay. And that is where we are in the physical looking at what's in front of us with our human eyes, using human logic, um, even feeling those feelings of uh, negativity regarding betrayal or even competition, the energies of, you know, not wanting to uh, acquiesce or forgive whenever there's something, or even recognizing that we're being um, domineering or a little bit irrational sometimes. And intuition is very calm energy. Intuition is where it's like a, all of a sudden you just get this calm, sudden, absolute knowing. And I used to call it the knowing because it was, it was like, I just all of a sudden got a download that now this was fact in my mind. And I knew it was because I changed how I felt. I wasn't afraid of whatever it was anymore. And I didn't feel anxious or um, uncertain. So that's one of the things I want to talk about as far as people have asked me, how do you know where that inner voice, you know, is coming from? How do you know for sure it's your intuition and not something else? Because there are many other things hearing voices can be, right? So the one thing you have to understand is that intuition is never going to make you feel um, anxious. It's never going to make you feel afraid. It's a soothing inner. It's almost like just a nice, calm, open energy. And you, and it is a surety within yourself. It, it does. Now, um, I will talk about one of the things I asked spirit when I first, um, you know, decided to go ahead and surrender to this gift and allow myself to be guided, which is hard. It's hard to give up your human idea of control. And um, it worked out very well, <laughs> I will say, and taught me that uh, I don't really control a lot as much as I thought I did for sure, right? Um, the only thing I can control is my attitude and my feelings of comfort and creative, you know, pouring in that creative power. Um, intuition comes in usually your own voice when it begins. 
And I asked Divine, why was that? Because after I gave authority and free will to Divine to assist me, to allow myself to be guided, the voices changed. I could hear a definite change of who my guides were. Uh, different children, you know, childlike voices giggling. There's lots of laughter, lots of music being played. Um, and it's not like I'm hearing it on a gramophone. It's like it's in the room. So um, intuition is the energy of allowing yourself to take all of the energy that's coming in, all of that information. And, and it'll usually only make sense to you. Um, you'll know exactly what it means. There's no doubt in your mind. Now, sometimes it's a mystery, but that's just usually something we're being guided toward and we have to figure out why. And, and if we'll just let it show us, it will show us. But intuition is the energy of your own voice at the beginning because they don't want to scare you. They want you to understand it's nothing to be afraid of and that it is, is safe to listen and follow this energy. Now, I'm talking about spiritual guidance. If anyone has a diagnosed case of schizophrenia or a mental illness, that's a whole different ball of wax. I'm talking about the average guidance energy. Um, and sometimes we're afraid of, of our intuition because we doubt that it is authentic, right? But when it, when it keeps being right, <laughs> that's, when, that's when you can trust it. Okay, so the other thing is you feel it in your body. Um, one of the things to know when you're getting something that's true and good is that you feel it in your heart and above, like so from your heart to your head or above your head even. Um, if it's a low energy, especially if it's the pit of your stomach and you feel nauseous or um, you actually feel pain in your body from it, that is, that is a definite no. So just so you, so you know, if it's from your heart or higher, it's a yes energy, which is a very solid affirmative energy. If it's a negative energy that's telling you stay away from it or don't do it, it'll be from your from your solar plexus down, stomach level down, and that it'll cause a physical reaction. Some people feel it very strongly. So when you get into the the ego versus the intuition. Ego is always going to be self-serving. Ego is a me first energy or I deserve or that should have been me or they're not as good as me. So why are they doing better? Now we all have ego. It's not going to go away and you shouldn't try to make it go away. It serves you when you're in the place of needing that extra drive and being in a place of your willpower moving through something by sheer will. That's where your, your ego comes in. And we need that. The solar plexus are very connected to your ego. Okay. And that is right there in your, where this, the abdomen starts, right? So when you're in a place of trust with intuition and you know to, go, to follow this voice, you know that when you get the, and it's very subtle, your intuition will not yell at you. It will not make you feel ashamed. It will not ever talk to you in a negative way. It will not call you names. It will not any of that stuff. It will not cause you to want to do things that are illegal, right? So intuition is merely your connection to source and the translation coming through as you. 
Now, ego is based in fear reaction. Ego wants to make sure that, you know, whatever that, whatever that is that's being given out, I better get to the front of the line. So I'm going to find a way to manipulate my way up there because I know somebody, I'm going to give them a call and I'm going to make sure that I get to the front of the line because if I'm not, then I might miss out. That's ego. In truth, the universe, if it's meant for you, there's no way you're going to miss out. The universe will provide for you exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. Fear tries to tell you, but what if, what if by some strange stretch of the imagination, this, this is somehow somebody's going to take your portion. So, the, so I'm, I'm giving you the basis of this, of, of where you can understand the difference in the two. And then we go into manifestation versus self-sabotage, because these are all the two categories, ego, fear, and self-sabotage are category number two, and intuition, trust, and manifestation are your, are your best served categories where you're in a place of open creativity and connection to source. So manifestation, that's, an, that's a whole nother ball of wax, right? So manifestation is about belief that you can concentrate and focus your energy on a specific end result and allow the universe to collectively move the energy for you. And it, we're talking straight energy here, not no physical action on your part, being in a place of seeing it and believing it's true before you can actually see it in the physical. So being able to see it in your spirit mind, being able to feel the emotion, this really ties into the energy of, 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 of really anchoring and allowing yourself to not worry about how, because the universe will make it so. This is important. You're, you're, you're trying to stay in a place of not self-sabotaging what you want to manifest by trying to manipulate. You don't have to do the actual work yourself because that will take time and space, right? So, and you don't know all the details, especially on something big. If you're trying to manifest a specific um, job or lifestyle, and the more vague you can be is to not put parameters on it. Just be open to the thank you universe. I receive exactly what I need, exactly when I need it every single time. I know that you're continuously conspiring in my favor and I receive abundance from sources known and unknown. These are affirmations to allow your mind to stop going down the rabbit hole and give it something to focus on in the positive. So it's really kind of behavior modification of not letting yourself go off the deep end of what might go wrong because we could just go crazy with that. And if you start to focus on what might go wrong, then your focus has now shifted from manifestation to self-sabotage. So being mindful and aware that these things are real helps you to understand that you kind of have some responsibility here to set the parameters, kind of let the universe be the heavy lifter, but you have to hold 
your laser focus on the end result. It's just like if you were to put in your address to a GPS. As you drive, the GPS will start to modify the route. Every single turn that you pass up, it'll recalculate and find a new way for you to get there. It, it's not going to tell you how many McDonald's are, are on the way, how many fast food joints are on the way. It's not going to tell you, it's not going to announce every intersection. It's only going to announce when you need to pay attention where your turn is. That is how the universe works. It's not worried about all the other minutiae going on. It's just trying to get you to the goal that you wanted to be at. You've put in your destination and the universe is working on taking you there. If you cut off the GPS and you stop putting in the energy, then you're floundering. And you, it's not that you won't get there again, but you've got to refocus. And that's really hard to gather it back up and get going again. This is where we find ourselves in that place of limbo where we think we really wanted to do that. And then something in life happened. So focus is the key and belief and faith that the universe truly does have your best possible life waiting for you, wanting you to live that life. This is uh, one thing we have to overcome is the things that we've been taught fearfully that some, some bad thing is always waiting around the corner. Well, okay, if that's true, then we have to concentrate on how we're going to make sure that we stay in that sequence of events that whatever come what may, we have to allow it to move past us without colliding with it. So we don't want to fixate on what that thing is because that's what it'll do. It'll take us directly to whatever fear we have waiting around the corner, looking past that corner to the goal and keeping your attention only on the goal allows you to detach from those lurking things, right? Now, we're never going to 100% get that stuff out of the way. We're always going to have a place where we feel like, um, you know, something's a little scary, but overcoming the fear is part of the growth. So you can feel the fear, but you have to do it anyway. Block it and move forward because the fear will turn you back and you will have to begin again trying to mount up the energy to surge forward again past all the fear again, which is twice as hard because you let that get to you the first time. So I have learned that usually what's scaring me is not what, what I'm telling myself is scaring me. What is scaring me is the unknown portion because I haven't experienced it before and don't know what to expect. So if you understand that your fear has a little different connotation than what you believe it to be, your fear looks a little less daunting when you understand it's only trying to protect you because it's been taught, you've been taught that that's, you know, fear is protective, right? So your self-sabotage energy is a learned behavior to try to circumvent something bad from happening when what it really does brings you to the focus of the bad thing that might happen because now you're actually thinking about that thing. So I would encourage you to really not let yourself do that and to allow yourself to be in a place of openness so that you can create without fear, 
without being um, scared of making a mistake. So understanding that your intuition is always there to serve you. It's, it gets stronger and more exact the more you use it and trust it. It's like a, it's like a friendship. If, if you treat someone like they're untrustworthy and you ignore them most of the time, they might try to call you on the phone and you ignore all their calls until you feel like you can talk to them or, you know, feel like you, they're acceptable. You, they may have already written you off that they can't trust you, right? So understand that this is a two-way street and you are the catalyst. Part of the other energy of remembering that we are humans and we will always have these this fear and this ego ego doesn't is not a bad thing per se you just can't always um, put all your eggs in that basket because it will carry you a certain distance it's it is powerful but by the time you get there you may have laid waste to a whole bunch of resources that would have been available to you if you would stay in the energy of intuition and allowing yourself to be guided. When you're in a place of the flow, it always feels a little slippery. Um, I equate it to being on a log. Uh, I don't know if anyone of <laughs> you guys have ever seen a log rolling competition, but there's two people trying to throw each other off the log and being in the natural, trying to be analytical and logical is absolutely opposite of being creative. Um, you can draw a diagram and you can make a, a blueprint of something and, and draw it all out. But that's not creativeness. That's architecture. What happens in the mean, in the middle of all of that architecture, is your vision of what, there's always the part that you don't, you can't write down on paper, that, that extra substance, right, of what the visualization looks like to you. And that is where the creativity begins, is the place that's not in cement you haven't written it and 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 actually carved it into something to where it's now you know now this exists because i have structured it well it existed long before you could see it so i also want to throw another little wrench <laughs> in there uh so next time we'll be talking about uh what you can see what you can see and can't see, and how limited we are in our human ability compared to our actual spiritual ability. So understanding that the quantum field is measurable, and that's part of where the, the architecture of structure comes in. But then you've got the creative energy that starts to talk about the observer and things that manifest just by the, the ability of someone else witnessing it and there's a lot of spiritual energy that goes with that it's always something that you have to consider that just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there 
Um, there's a lot of dark matter um, conversations going on about what's really in the in the air around us. So we'll we'll take a stretch into that little area on our next week's um, venture. I just want to take just a moment to thank you all and um, understand that I am doing this to try to help every single person um, come past their human understanding of the natural and letting yourself be everything energetically that you can possibly be and to allow yourself to bloom and blossom in ways that you don't even know are possible as far as allowing yourself the permission to be your true self and to live that truth and to have the energy of creating your own destiny without needing anyone's permission to do so. This is really what this is all about. So, and, and a lot of understanding to go along the way. So I'll leave you with this. Um, you've got everything that you need. It's just been buried within you. And hopefully I can help you start to dig that out and understand that it's been there all along. We were just not given all the tools to see it or understand or comprehend it. And I hope, if nothing else, I can get you to be more curious and more open to the unknown of yourself and get to know your spiritual side through this wonderful journey. So many blessings to you all. Thank you for being part of this lovely podcast that I have begun. And I hope that uh, this kind of brings you some comfort as to what the understanding of the intuition and that intuitive voice within yourself is. So I will see you next week, my darlings. Have a beautiful week. Love, light, and abundance. Namaste, my friends.